username taken. Uh, you know we're at the HyperX Arena, the pinnacle of esports, the pinnacle of creation and gamers and all that together. And my guest today is kind of a culmination of all that in himself. I have Mr. MVD in the building with me. Super excited to have a piece of your time. I know you've been so busy going between uh, tourney after tourney. You got the fresh sponsor, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, so, sir. Finally. How are you feeling, man? <laughs> I mean, I feel great. Um, you know, everything's been long overdue with, like you said, the new team and everything. But traveling to events has never felt better. Uh, seeing all my friends constantly, just being able to compete at that high level again. Uh, consistently is just an amazing feeling that well, I will never take for granted. The consistency is for real, man. You've been so consistent. I've gotten to kind of stay close to you because you are, you know, playing in Vegas locals. At this point, you are a Vegas smasher, even though you kind of came here from somewhere else. Uh, but I've gotten to see that consistency. I'm so glad to see it coming for him uh, on those majors at that big stage. But, you know, for our guests that might not know who Mr. MVD is, give us a little bit of background about yourself. Uh, so, yeah, I'm MVD. Um, I play Smash Ultimate competitively. I've been doing Smash competitively for about <laughs> almost 15 years. Um, hey. It's it's been quite a ride. Um, yeah, I live in Vegas, like you said. Uh, I'm a transplant. I came from Oklahoma prior to this, but you know everybody's from somewhere else. You know, not everyone. That's from the where Vegas you live. experience. Exactly, sure, yeah. exactly. Everyone comes here and then they're like they just stay. You know. I know you have a lot of ties to, to like Miami and Florida. Mm -hmm. Like, what's your what's your ties there? What's your heritage in like in that area? Yeah, so I was born in New York. I moved to Miami when I was like four years old. Okay. So in Miami currently, my grandparents still live there, and uh, uncle, and then I have a cousin in North Florida. Uh, family's kind of scattered everywhere, but mostly East Coast. I'm the only one that decided to leave. <laughs> yeah, you get spacier. So yeah. I understand. Like, when you're on the East, you're like a million people on one little dot. And then you get to come to the West, and it's like, wow, there's so much space. I have to travel between my cities and things yeah. like that. It's, it's definitely a different pace. How have you felt being transplanted here? Do you feel like you've, you know, had an easy time coming into Vegas? I know sometimes people can feel it's difficult to find friends and things like this, but how's your time been since you've moved here? Uh, the lucky thing for me is, like, because of what I do, I have friends everywhere. Yeah, that's So I, I had a bunch of friends in the scene and even out of the scene from Vegas. So coming here, like, off rip, it felt very comfortable, and I didn't mind anything, really. I felt very welcomed once the events started coming back up after, like, yeah, lockdown yeah. happened. But the scene is great. The people are great. You know, I love the city. So is that when you moved out here, like around lockdown times? Around <laughs> it was March 2020, <laughs> literally when everything started closing down. Uh, my flight to come here Man. was a 16-person flight from Dallas, Texas, Oof. and that airport is huge and yeah. busy, and it yeah, was yeah. dead. It was completely quiet, and it was it was weird. It was very weird. And then landing here, the strip lights were off. I right, was like, it was like it was different. The bill. Like, it was kind of, it was kind of, it was very strange. Yeah, everybody was yeah. in a save mode for yeah, sure. Everybody, absolutely. It was, it was time to, to, like you said, lock down. But I'm so happy we've gotten through those times. So happy that we've gotten to, you know, grow our friendship since those. I feel like that's around the time I actually was, you yeah. know, getting to. So I'm glad I got to be a part of really, uh, you know. Being part of your Vegas experience as you came I out here. I appreciate it. No, of course, man. Always many good ones to me. Yeah, casting you, I mean, <laughs> casting you in itself is always a banger. Like, you're very exciting. You know, you play characters that are very explosive, not only in the tools that they have, but in right. the way they play the game. And you're a very cerebral person. You know, I right first conversation I had with you, you know, I knew you were somebody that thinks a lot about your responses to things. You 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 stay in your wheelhouse about things. And, um, and what, what kind of, have you always been that way? Is that something that, you know, you've kind of, honed as you've gotten older or yeah i think that's a that's a trait that i've just always had you know i think my my mom and grandmother they really injected that into me ever since i was young they always just like kept me on my toes and like you know just threw like like a thinking man's question at you constantly right. and, like always made me think always wanted to just keep 
stimulating that part of my mind when I was a young kid. And they did that for all, you know, me and my cousins that I lived with growing okay. up with. And they were just really, really kept it going to a point that like, as we grew up, it was just second nature. We would always like think about things before we do them. Not even just like at home situations, but like real world situations. Like they're not there to give us that look to make us think about things. Right, so right, always right. Like, <laughs> They're looking at me. Like, yeah, I got to think about this in that kind of capacity, you know? Because so. everything gets back to the source, you know? Exactly. So, you know, yeah. whatever you're done in the dark, it's, it's going to come to They're light. So. ninja detectives. It's Don't awesome to see that you've been somebody that, you know, in a, in a scene, in an industry that sometimes has a lot of young people and a lot of young-minded people, even if they're older, I've always noticed that you're able to not only stay relevant, but stay out of controversy and stay um, somebody that is really you know, true to themselves, doesn't speak about things that you're not really, like I said earlier, you're not really in your wheelhouse or, you know, you're not going to expose yourself, like, in, in, a, in, a, in a way that's disadvantageous to you, you know? Right. You, you really make sure that you put your, your, your chess pieces where you mean to before you take your hand off and make your move. And, right. Um, I feel like that's somebody, something everybody can really pull a piece from, uh, watching you interact in the scenes and watching you even interact in the game. So, super exciting stuff, man. Uh, is there... Like a, a key moment that you remember when you were young and around all your cousins and things like that of like you knew you were the gamer and you knew like you were going to be the competitive gamer. Like what was that shift of like I just kind of do this casually, mm -hmm. but I think uh, I might be the best. Well, my cousins, uh, Michael and Jonathan growing up, you know, they're my brothers at this point. You know, I love those guys. Uh, Michael wasn't a huge gamer. Jonathan was. So him and I, we would always like get into it or like always want to beat yeah. each other at a game. Uh, so I think growing up, just having him around pushed me competitively because he's a couple years older than me so like he pushed me competitively at a really early age and then his friend group which became my friend group you know like the i was the eight-year-old hanging out with the 12 year old 13 year olds right you know i was beating up all of them in smash 64 <laughs> melee like, yeah, going up like I got hands. it was little things like that like little moments that uh we would have like in neighborhood tournaments and like mm. i would get like top three top four and like, again, I was the youngest of the group and I was like, okay, well this is fun. You know, I like this. And I would play with my cousin at home constantly. Um, Who were you playing on Smash 64? Uh, Smash 64 came out when I was like six. Right. And my cousin in my brain was player one cause he's, you know, my older cousin. So I was player two. So my logic was I played Luigi cause <laughs> Luigi's player two. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the simplest form. Yeah, that's right. Like, like, did, they, did your cousin play a lot of Mario? No, he played like Fox <laughs> and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, whatever, you know. That's perfect. You're yeah. like, I'm 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 committed to this yeah. player two role. Like, committed to the bit. Like, <laughs> Luigi's fire in that game though. Not the best. He was fun though. Yeah, he was he's fun. fun. Definitely he, fun. That Pikachu Smash sixty four. Insane. Is, Absolutely insane. Man, if I knew better, I would have played him. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But so you were getting competitive with with cousins, and you're around what age when the the first title that you kind of got serious on you said about 15 years ago so that was that was melee <laughs> that you started playing uh it was or? brawl so like brawl, melee okay, i had like little flashes of competitive uh experience like uh our university in miami fiu which is where i went to okay uh they had a competitive scene that was booming for mm. everything really hey, shout out fiu yeah shout out fiu they actually have a really good esports program right now they're doing a bunch of stuff and they invited me to do stuff but I'm out here, so it was kind of yeah, hard. You're in the desert. Yeah, definitely far from home, but uh, they're doing great stuff out there. But I know I went to a few things during the melee days, like maybe two things, like at FIU with some friends and stuff. Uh, but to really cement like the competitive nature was brawl. Okay. Yeah. That's when you started picking up like the Diddy, right? That's the yeah. Diddy was your he character. Was, he was my first character. And in then brawl. you 
had Snake in the pocket or like Snake was a ironically was a character that I was very upset about his inclusion. <laughs> I didn't play Metal Gear Solid growing up. I was like, I don't like this is a waste. His part in Subspace hey. and Missy Spire. Oh, for sure. No, I appreciated him after I had a, a high school friend. His name's Gilbert. He lives in Miami still. Shout out Gilbert. Talk to him all the time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he was like, dude, you should try Snake out. And I was like, but like why? Like, He's like, I know you like this character feels like something you would like mm. like you know like you said cerebral thinking man kind of person yeah man he was like you should give it a try so i was like all right so i, I picked them and i just pressing the grenades and doing the setups and i was like you might be onto something here like, hold up hold up let me let me get in the lab real quick yeah and that was probably in like late 2008 okay um, and then my first official tournament was in march 2009 and what did you place at your first tournament i got 33rd out of like 160 people no that wasn't bad that's difficult, especially because yeah. like once you go into, first of all, you were unseated, so you yeah. had to play the best people usually to start. It was rough. <laughs> and then on top of that, losers, brackets of some of these yeah. tournaments, man. I mean, you know, you have to fight absolute demons, bracket demons that get knocked out early or, you know, just maybe we're warming up their hands. And in fact, you got 33rd. That's super impressive. Yeah. When did you get your first big win in Smash? Uh, first big win? I mean, I probably won like a local, probably... A year and a half into competitive. Okay. Because, like, South Florida scene for Brawl was, like, really strong. And Brawl was a hard game. Yeah. You have Meta Knights. You got yeah. a no, it was. It's, it's a tough time. It was crazy. My training partners in Brawl that, like, took me from being, you know, Jesse from this neighborhood yeah. up to MBD yeah. status, you know. They were the three best, three of the best players in the state and three of the best players in the world against Snake. So... Honestly, it was really rough, and I don't know how I didn't quit besides being stubborn. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and eventually, it's just like, like I said, Florida was just such a strong state against Snake yeah, yeah. that, like, winning anything there with my character was, like, almost impossible. Yeah, so when, you, you when I started to win locals, I was like, all right, I actually am good. Like, And what was a day like for you in those times? Like, were you practicing, like four to six hours, like six to eight hours, 10 to 12, like what was it? Yeah, so that was back in high school. Um, I would do all my homework in class, get home. My grandmother would make me some kind of like late lunch after school. Yeah, yeah. And then I would hop on uh, a website called Game Battles. I don't know if you're familiar with mm, that. Okay, it was it, like kind of a matchmaking yeah. system? Okay. It was like MLG had like a section for online gaming and it was Game Battles. Okay. And for, for Smash and Brawl back then, you were either on game battles or all is brawl. I was a game battles. You were on the game battles guy so climbing the ladder. Uh, yeah, game battles was one of those things where you'd play online, climb the ladder, and I would get home from school, associate with my grandmother a little bit, have some lunch, go to my room, and just play brawl Wi-Fi, which was awful, for like yeah. six hours. Just yeah, yeah. burn through it. Just do it. Do six it, hours do it. of it was, Wi-Fi. It was insane. Like man, yeah. And so you weren't really like labbing. You were just. Head to head, just fighting, just you know. Yeah, I was never a labber, still aren't. Uh, it was okay. just one of those things where I'd play situations and then just repeat them in my head and be like, okay, what am I doing mm. wrong? How can I improve? What you am saw I losing where you to? lost in your mind, yeah. and you just make sure you optimize that for the next time. You yeah, them shower it. thoughts went hard about Woo! Smash. Like, I would I'd tell you, like, that's facts. I would be in there, like, wait, <laughs> maybe this setup might work. Like, you have a brain blast moment, Jimmy Neutron style, and just like it would come out, I would apply it, and it would work, and I'm like, you know the okay. you know the fighter Israel Adesanya, correct? Yeah. 
he talks about how he'll sit in the shower and just shadow box his opponent. And yeah. even after a fight, he goes through the entire fight again yeah. in the shower. So, hey. That's very similar to what I would do with all days. Maybe that's the championship formula. Got to get in the showers. Got the, you know, the, yeah. the, the biggest jet you got just running on you. And just <laughs> think about every single choice you've made. Yeah. Uh, you just finished a major. You were at Let's Make... Major moves or let's make uh, moves. Luminosity makes moves. Okay, Miami. yes, it's, re- it's very, been rebranded. very, yeah, very it's, long name. <laughs> Luminosity's been picking up players. Yeah, they've been picking up everything. They've been yeah. doing a lot of stuff. They said, let me, let me uh, sign that check for you. I so got let you. Let me in. That's so, hey, okay. How was the experience there? Did you have fun? Yeah, it was a great event. It was uh, the event was ran flawlessly. I would okay. say it was on the beach, so a great venue, amazing yeah. hotel with the like Miami, you literally right. walk right outside and you're on Collins Avenue, you're on the beach, mm. Miami Beach. You know, it was beautiful. Sometimes hard to stay focused when it's like that. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a really good experience. Uh, everything was ran really well. Like I said, the TOs, the staff, everyone was great. Uh, experience of the event was great. Uh, I had an unfortunate final day, but that doesn't make the event bad. You know, you were against pretty tough opponents. Like your whole bracket path always. I feel like you just are like, you know, it's like who do we want to have the hardest bracket path? We could throw Jesse in the mix. Why not? He's usually, Honestly, he's usually I'm, good for I'm it. I'm friends with all those TOs and Cedars, and they're still like. Maybe that's why they feel go, like bro. they're okay to do because they like know. I'm the one they can do. They get away with it, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my bracket path at, uh, at in Miami was pretty good. Okay. I just I I had gotten over the flu recently, and then like mm. on that Sunday, which was top sixty four, um. I woke up with a fever again, and I was, like, yeah. sick, and it yeah, was yeah. hard to focus, and I was like, Ugh. not today. Oh, well. Right. You All don't good. have that character you can kind of just spam on somebody with. Like, if you unintentionally make any move or press any button, you have a lot of punishable time. Yeah. You know, so there you were a to... lot of missing but Nikitas, and I died for them. And yeah. I was like, dang. Even if you don't, you know, at the ledge, angle it out the, the right way so yeah. that the blast actually sends them out. It's like, okay, I'm just not in the zone today. Yeah. Let me, you know. So. It was rough, but it happens. But I'm, I'm glad that you got to go out in general because I know that Stride being able to allow you to travel again has really helped you just, yeah. you know, feel a lot out of that funk. It's out of a that big rut. motivator. Yeah, you know big what I'm saying? Big motivator. Yeah, now you got to get in the lab, maybe. Get that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, no, I've been seeing some of the clips and stuff on Twitter from, you know, all these enhanced training mods, sessions, or whatever. I'm just like, oh, my. I'm People scared. are crazy. Y'all are absolutely, uh, <laughs> like, TAS speedrunners, though. People are demons. They're <laughs> grinders. Could not be me. And it seems like a lot of them like to play Steve, and that's very concerning. Like, I don't want you guys in the lab. Stay away from any practice Honestly, tools. Honestly, if you play Steve, the game should have an, a built-in, like, training mode only lasts for one hour if you're playing Steve a day. So like. you... <laughs> It's like the t- hard limit. Yeah, you cannot get- high limit that you hit it. It's like it soft locks you. Right, oh pick someone gosh. else, bro. Like- um, I was you were finishing up in Miami and you trying to catch the flight, which was making me laugh hard because I saw you on Twitter <laughs> like y'all. I might miss my flight, <laughs> but my grandma's saying she's. I gotta come eat this food Dude, or she's gonna it was beat me up. So, so funny. Uh, like. It's almost Thanksgiving around this time. This is gonna I'm drop. Going back. Like, oh, you're gonna I'm go, going you're gonna back be, for oh, Thanksgiving. Sweet. So it wasn't even like you were missing out on that meal. No. It was just like, hey, this is the, the warm up. Yeah. You get a good Thanksgiving meal in? Oh yeah. I mean my, my family is always really big on I mean we're Hispanic culture, so very big on meals and family time and like if my grandma says you're gonna eat something, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you just yeah. ate. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna eat something. You yeah, know? Don't, like, be disres- don't be disrespecting exactly. my food. <laughs> so so it was like I told her, I said, Hey Nana, I have to leave by twelve. She was like, Okay. I told her like at eleven. Leave it an hour. Okay, that's cool. It's like eleven fifty. She's like, Oh, I'm gonna make you food. And I was like, 
No. Now? No. She was like, yeah, it'll be quick. And I was like, I need to leave in 10 minutes. Yeah. She's like, it'll be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> that was not done until 12.05. Yeah. And I had to sit there, eat everything. You leave something that's insulting, eat everything, call the Uber. Took and then, me, you're, left like you're 20 TSA, minutes late. Your TSA pre-check, but you're yeah. very known to be stopped extra at your TSA pre-check lines. Well, I had the craziest <laughs> thing when I was coming, when I was going to Miami from here. Yeah. The... You know the when you go through TSA, you have to scan your bag in the machine. Right. That machine like broke while I was scanning my stuff, and I was like, "They said uh, we got a code, right? He's disarming our systems with his <laughs> so bag." So we were just there for like twenty five minutes, and they were like, "Yeah, the machine's not reading any bags, so we have to just put it out, put it back in, put it out, put it back in." And hey, just hope. But I was like, "Can you somebody manually I was like, like guys? Yeah. Like, we gotta go, you know?" And Crazy. it was the last flight of the night. Like I had. One of uh, someone who was on my flight, she was like, uh, you know, some of us have flights in like 10, 15 minutes. I don't want to be that person. And I was like, I'm on that flight, too. Like, can we You're like <laughs> any, any chance we can you know, get this? Yeah, you know, it was, this, it was uh, very theater, strange. This very theater strange. experience fixed because, hey, just go ahead and start through my stuff. But yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah, TSA. It's funny that they you love can be pre-check, but they love you. Every they time, love you know, me. follow MVD on Twitter. Every time he's in the airport, he drops a poll. Will TSA give me an extra check? And he even follows up on it, so you know, stay tuned for his. You know, you got funny. you got port coming up. Yes. I think by the time this drops, you have already been at port. Yeah. So best of luck. I know you got an interesting pools experience, but if you get the matchup right, you got the matchup. So yeah, be perfect. yeah. My back and bed is hard, but by the time y'all be watching this, like I've already won port, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thanks. That's, that's and if I don't, then it wasn't me. You know, like, <laughs> it's that simple. You know, it's uh, it's said. And it's possibly done. Exactly. We'll keep it. We'll keep it in the ether for whoever wants to make it's that a happen. Footnote, you know? I, b- I believe in you. There's a lot of good practice or a lot of good competition out there, but it's people that you've also practiced against time and time yeah. again. Have you been on the Smash Pros ladder? Uh, so I have it. I haven't started it because when I got it, that was like I was leaving to Miami, and then when I came back, I was sick again. So I was like, Ugh. but I might grind some of it today before I leave tomorrow for okay. my flight. Who knows? Okay. We'll see what happens. Your boy Sonic's got the top spot. Is that that's warranted? It's not surprising. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's so good. He's, he's such a good player. Speed runner. Speed runner. Hate, hate and he plays again. a speedy guy. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta get Sonic's on the pod. This is a call out. This we gotta have you and Sonic's battle it out for a uh, username taken Smash King on the pod. That's gonna happen. So whoever gets the most views wins. Well, we're going to take it to a quick break real quick. We got some things lined up for MBD. I think he's going to talk about some multiverses stuff that he had lined up. So oh, multiverses. We'll, we'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back to the pod. Thank you so much for hanging with us through that commercial break. We want to, of course, thank HyperX Arena letting us in the building. We're here with the man, MVD. We got to talk about your life. We got to talk a lot about Smash, but you also have been a part of like just creating so many other games, and people use you as kind of like a a very uh, a strong litmus test on <laughs> whether or not we have something that's cooking or if it's something maybe we should put back in, maybe uh, put in the lab for a bit longer. It's a pretty cool up. honor. I'm not going to lie. Hey. The fact that companies come up to me and they're like, hey, we know that we know who you are. We like you. We respect you. Can you tell us if we're good? <laughs> well, you just did. Cool. You've been doing the Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl yeah. 2 yeah. streams recently. That game's been fun? You've been enjoying it? Uh, it's taking a little bit to get used to, uh, but for me, it's a lot more fun than the first one. The first one, I was, it's kind of rough for me. I was like, eh, I don't know if it's for me. Second one feels a lot better than the first one, so we'll see if I continue to play it, if I wind up liking it more, or whatever. Is there, are you able to use a controller, use your fob right now, or is that? Uh, I'm using a PS5 controller for it. It's, and it's a, 
everything's good. Yeah. All the controller mapping yeah. and everything. Okay, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I've seen some kind of crazy clips already coming yeah, out from that game. I'm like, I'm like, hey, yo, chill out. It's not crazy. <laughs> not day one. A lot like, of mechanics for that are really interesting. I will say that. You were a huge part of the multiverses game as that dropped. That was, you know, it got to the most played game ever. Like, yeah. it was like millions was of people pouring into this game. I mean, when you put these IPs together with the platform, family, you know, party-style fighter, mm-hmm. you know, it's a recipe for success. They reached that success, at least in, in, in saturating the market. Didn't really keep, you know, it was a hard time uh, to really keep that player base. But, you know, you were a big part of, literally before Alpha, I know you were already working on this project. How was that whole, you know, from when you got to touch it and when you got to be a part of it until it kind of released, do you feel like a lot of good steps were taken and uh, things were executed on, right? Yeah, I mean, the devs, they you know, the uh, guys at Player First Games, Tony and his very, very small group of people. Yeah. I gotta stress that. The, the group of the team is very Ooh. small. Yeah. So a lot of things that happened during, like, its release, because it was still, you know, in uh, beta or whatever. It was an open beta. Right. For... The entirety of its uh, longevity when it was out, it was never a complete product, and people kind of failed to realize that. Uh, and then on top of that, like I said, a very small group of people working on it, so all of the bugs and issues and things that would happen that we would get feedback on, you know, they work on it as fast as they can. But again, small group. Yeah, it, d- it takes time for them. Small indie company. Yeah, <laughs> good people, very right. good people. You know, they had the resources and everything. I don't think they didn't have a, a larger group because of lack of funding or anything like that. I think they just had a very, very specific vision and the people that they wanted to work and touch on their project had to share that vision. Right. And if it wasn't in sync, Tony was very much like, it's not, a, it's it's not going to work with us. It's not going right, to line right. up. Like I'd rather have my group of, let's just say like 10 super dedicated people that all see the vision as opposed to, 50 people where 30 to 40 of them aren't 100% on board or in sync with them. I feel that. Because that can cause more problems and make things no, delay yeah. more. Even um, I play a lot of team fight tactics mm-hmm. in the most recent set. They increased the team, the balance team size. And, you know, essentially that led to being one of the, the, the hard, more harder sets to balance because of how many people. And then moving into the next set, they've reduced that team and they feel like they found a really good balance. Right. So, yeah, you're not wrong. It's... Having a lot of people can really mess up the vision, yeah. but can help you get to those those deadlines faster, yeah. you know. But at the end of the day, you have somebody like Tony that wanted to be at the head and wanted things to fall in this, in this everything in the same aura, yeah. coloring in the same the colors. Uh, I could see how that could become like really difficult. And then when you have millions of people, like, hey, let us in. We need more. Where's the drops? Yeah. Like it's like, no, it was, oh wait, it was crazy. Yeah, the, you know, you're as good as your plan sometimes. And, yeah, you know. The plan was there, but is it scalable? Does it have that scalability if, mm-hmm. it, if it reaches that? Maybe not. And the servers, I know, were a big issue. Probably why a lot of people stopped yeah. kind of playing as much because the servers started becoming difficult to, you know, play at that highest level on where you yeah. feel like, you know, things are responding the way you'd like to. It was like servers and content drops and all that stuff. But, again, people failed to comprehend or just they didn't care right, right, right. that it was still an open beta. They weren't. Yeah, beta. Yeah. Like beta. It wasn't done yet. Right. It was like. Because I, I definitely, when they, they told me they were going to release the game, I was against it. Mm. I was like, I don't think we should. No, I, think really. we, I think we should just let it rock for now and keep working on stuff and keep throwing out little teases here and yeah. there and, like, you know, get everyone hyped. But still accept that we need one to two years of cooking time still. Right. Kind of like that Project L approach. Like, people yeah. have played the game. Yeah. 
but ain't nobody playing the game, you know? <laughs> like, it's, it, it, they're going through every quality check before they really mm-hmm. drop something in. I, I loved multiverses. We actually have a tier list ready to go on our beautiful Omen computer. You know, we got the best Omens in the spot, courtesy HP, shout out Omen Gaming Line. But MVD is going to take us through some of his thoughts of, you know, I want you to basically cover your overall hype for them being on the roster. You got Warner Brothers, insane IP. Oh, yeah. You have access to a lot of things that you wouldn't expect to be in the same world together. And I'd love to see your thoughts and kind of see you rate them up. I already know who I think is going to be at the top, <laughs> top. I mean, just looking at the roster, like this this group <laughs> of people, incredible. The fact that they were able to make this happen. Like, you know, we always joke about like, oh, like what's the the next game that's going to be like a, like a Smash-esque game, you know? Mm-hmm. We have like Rivals of Ether. We have Nazby. This comes out, you know, Slap City, all these games. And it's like, this was the one, Warner Brothers was the one that everyone was always like, with that roster they could mm-hmm. have, like, that's something that could actually rival Smash. Right. And what I remember when I first got on board and saw the roster, I was like, whoa. You said, let's go. I was like, dang. I mean, even just looking at them cra- now. You it's know, crazy. It's, like, Yeah, we're able to, you know, get yeah, an idea. There, of- there's some that I don't care for. But, you know, in terms of hype, when I first saw what the roster I saw, Obviously, we know the one I was most excited. Yeah, for that's what I was so hoping. You, know, you, know. you and I are brothers. You know, in that, in that like, way, that Bugs Bunny boy, dude, he was so much fun. Like, yes. I, he was insanely broken. So uh, broken. But like in the best way, though. Yeah, like the super negative day one that when I played it, like he was a character that I was dead set on. I was gonna try him out first. I want to. I want to play him. It just seems like the kind of character I'd like. <laughs> and what was I right? Like yes. his toolkit just lined up with everything I enjoyed doing. Um, he had like a gigantic Diddy Kong forward air. He had the rocket that was insane. Yes. The insane up air baseball bat. The down air mallet. Like the one of the, the best things about this game that I loved was like the sound design. Yes. Oh, Those everything sounded sounds so and all that. good. So yeah, bugs was hitting with the easily. up air that thwack of that bat. Digging down and then setting up a nice little rocket yeah. or a safe, uh, you know, edge guard or ledge trap situation. Like, oh, no, it was crazy. I, yeah, Bugs yeah. Bunny, he was by far my most and like most excited character. I was most excited for him. It was great. Uh, beyond that, uh, gotta give it to the OG classic, Tom and Jerry. Yeah, Tom and Jerry, I was like, dang, he was annoying. Yeah, the I, good Tom and Jerry's were frustrating. They were so good. Like Void, dude. Oh I, I, my I got to play goodness. a set against Void and the Cat. That's so hard. <laughs> so difficult. We we took one stock off of each of them. Nice, but we never took a game. That's off an of accomplishment. Them. Yeah, they won Evo. You know. Like, hey, let's like, go. Hey, no meta Nick. That's were, you and me, cause we were, we were Evo in there. champs. You know, I remember I played them and um, we queued up with them, me and my team partner. Yeah. For Evo, and we got it to game three. It was close, but it was like. Dude. These guys are good. That know? Wonder Woman that Nakat had is so crazy. Oppressive. That character was insane. Touch into death. Like, you don't do anything. Matt, uh, shields and all this stuff. I was like, bro, this is crazy. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. yeah. So, next character that I was excited okay. for. The trailer hyped this up super hard. Shaggy. Yeah. I hated him after he came super out. Super shaggy. But when he was like Ultra Instinct, they, yeah. when, they, when they fed into the meme and everything, Bruh, I was like, They dude, killed that. This they killed is every fantastic. like. The, the characters did what the characters, like, either the internet wanted them to do as like a meme or like literally what they did. Like, you watch Bugs Bunny, like, in any of the shows, he did like almost everything that he does in Multiverse, yeah. which is like 
that one to one. They were just very is, correct. Dude. And that's another thing that's very akin to like Smash. You know, Sakurai mm-hmm. does his research mm-hmm. and like <coughs> Sakurai does his research and makes sure that the characters feel like the characters. Right. It's not just like a skin with a move set and the yeah. character put on top of it. You even see it with like how we have Ken and Ryu, like you literally can play their fighters like you know you can do the inputs and it, yeah. and it rewards you for doing that I feel like that. and i feel like the way i described that like a character model with a move set attached to a skin that was very much how nasby one for me felt which is why i didn't like it that much nasby two goes above and beyond the characters feel unique uh so that's very good good step for them but like i said with multiverses they do that every character with the voice acting and yeah. the quips and everything that they say and do mm-hmm. and how they move and feel like it very much felt like if you imagined this character in a fighting game, this is what they do. 100%. Yeah. You couldn't say any better. So, yeah. yeah. Shaggy was beautiful. He, oh, yeah. the, the, all the sandwiching and the Super Saiyan. And so the, good. He's blinking around with instant transmission. Like, so yeah. funny. Fire. Let's see. Who else would I put up in S tier levels of excitement? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm not gonna lie. When Gizmo got announced, mm-hmm. that was free fire. I did enjoy it because, like, pretty you know, crazy. who doesn't like the Goonies? You know, yeah. People who are young, obviously. Throw the like. Gremlin, you don't know like, who that is. All the Gremlin universe, the Gremlin, like being yeah. uh, being a part of it, was just like, dang, I I didn't even think that could happen. You yeah. know, just like, one of those moments of like, I didn't even know you could put these people in a game. Like, 100% agree. His kit was interesting. Yeah. Difficult. Definitely a funny little character. Yeah, funny like, little guy. Cool supportive character. Mm-hmm. And like could carry in the right hands, but like it's difficult. It was a hard executing game plan, you know. Everything was very point and click in this game for a lot of characters. So the fact you kind of had to line things up for yourself probably was it was a lot of moving. Movement was crazy. In this game. Yeah. No, he was he was a fun little guy. Um I think after that, you know, dude, I just maybe I just love Looney Tunes. No, it's a Taz was <laughs> He was super exciting, you know, especially when they released the the Space Jam cut up jersey, you know, for mm, yes, I was like, dude, yes, this is the great. Toon Squad, the yeah. Toon Squad Toon jerseys squad jersey fire. was so good. I had, I had bought one. Of course. I bought one. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so good. Loved his addition. It was very exciting. He's very anti meta too, because like projectiles yeah. were in. He's like, I'm going to eat your projectile, turn it into an anvil, and he would eat everything. With it. Makes sense, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, I think that's pr- actually, you know, Rain Dog. I liked the addition of an original character. Yeah. I, I really enjoy that they were like, oh, we're not just doing all these things that we know. We're doing this adorable dog that has a heart in his head Hard and is bed. really annoying. <laughs> Very frustrating. <laughs> Very oh frustrating. Towards the end days, oh, my gosh. Once people figured out Rain Dog's game plan, so frustrating to play yeah. against. No, but he was he was always a really cool addition. Uh, I liked, like I said, I liked the aspect of an original character, original design, and he's just adorable. You know, he was twerking on everybody. He he was dancing. He had and the, everything. And the neutral special was like really broken. Fireballs are crazy. No, the neutral special, like uh, being able to bring them back. Oh, oh my tether, god. The tether. And then like if they get yeah, hard yeah. smack, like oh no, never the mind. No, tether was insane. I don't Bro, know what. That design was crazy. <laughs> That's how you know this game was two v two focused. They were like yeah. our character is a doubles character very clearly. Can he like play it. singles? Absolutely. However. Mm-hmm. He could scrap. He yeah. was boxing. Thrives in 2v2, for sure. For sitting sure. there just doing fireballs and tethering and saving the day. It's like, all right, yeah. get me out. I got to go. Uh, and I think the last character I put for S-tier excitement was Iron Giant. Huge. I love that movie growing up. You know, I think everyone did. Most people yeah, did. Yeah, huge. Um, 
he was so cool. Just the concept of him. Uh, everyone, when he had the Superman logo on and everything. And yeah, yeah. It was just so good. Like, it was perfect. Uh, I think his edition was really cool. The trailer was really cool and for him. And the fact they made him work in a game that was so beat him up. Like, you know, yeah. it was hard to, you know, in my eyes, it probably would have been very difficult to figure out how to make him be able to withstand some pressure, but also not be so overtuned like yeah. we kind of saw in the first drop. Yeah. Uh, and also, there was just kind of more buggy things that made him. Like, he wasn't supposed to do those things, but yeah. he did those they things. They were like, dang, really? It's like that? Oops, yeah, man. My fault. There's a lot of things going <laughs> on, but Iron Giant, fire. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then, I guess, for A tier, we can put kind of like just... Your staples? You know, the staple superhero characters. You know, I, they were cool. We were excited for them. Eh, I don't like Superman. I don't like Batman either. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, we're, we're going orders, y'all. It's ordered. Tears. Yeah, I'm trying to order it as much as I can. You know, tears, I'm not a I'm not a big Superman or Batman fan, just as a just in general. Um, but Harley Quinn, super exciting. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman, I thought she was gonna be really cool, and she was lame, but cool. Too many shields, but she was really cool. Bruh. Uh, I like the addition of the DC characters. Obviously, they're very strong, uh, just recognizable faces that can help push the game. Obviously. I love that Superman had that frost breath. That was super interesting to me, like, yeah. that they chose to bring that into a big angle. It was fun, fun to use, a mm-hmm. little abusable, but it was I mean, really... like I said, like we said, the characters were designed yeah, for, flawlessly. for them. Like, it was perfect design. You know, whether the execution was on point or not is a different story, but, you know, it right. is what it is. Uh, so, I never watched the show. Really? Never watched it. My mom likes it, but I just, I don't it's know. It's worth the watch. Those, those kind of things, like that era... I just don't care for it, really. So I've never Game really... Of Thrones, Game of Thrones, it has its audience. It, for those that aren't watching the video side, we were talking about Arya Stark, yes, who was yes. in Game of Thrones. Definitely uh, a big part of that storyline at the end. I was, you know, surprised. No spoilers, but I just, you know, ends up being a really huge part of all the things that happened. I just don't know if, you know, they, you know, it's one of those same things. Right. Execution right towards the end. It matters so much how you yeah. wrap up a story and... You know, I don't know. It's a long t- watch. I don't know if I should recommend you to watch it if you don't have the time. But. I have plenty of time. I fight a lot. <laughs> uh, but no, Arya, I thought she was really exciting because, like, not only was this proof that real-world characters mm. within their IP could become a character. Right. It was like, you know, because everything else is very cartoony mm-hmm. or from a show or a movie or, uh, like, you know, we have Gizmo from, you know, the Gremlins, but, like, that's not a person. You right. know, getting Arya as a person, as a real-life human to right. be a character, I think that was really cool uh, and very telling of what we, what we would get in the future and what's possible beyond that. Uh, and to speak about what was in the future, that was LeBron. LeBron James, baby. No, that his was... name is LeBron in the game. It's not LeBron James. Oh, facts. They facts. couldn't get the LeBron James Correct. name? I Actually, that. the funny story behind that, is his <laughs> name is LeBron because and that's why they used the voice actor of LeBron for uh, Space Jam Two. Right. Because getting LeBron James would have cost a lot more money. Bam. That's there you go. Some intel. That's uh, the LeBron James is too expensive, right you know. <laughs> Just for him to come in and say a couple lines. And, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can uh, use my likeness. You can use my first name. <laughs> you can use my dances. Yeah. But you can't use my last name. The King James yeah. off the table. Exactly. It's because like, if if you look at if you look at it from like an IP law perspective. Warner Brothers owns the LeBron character from Space Jam 2. Correct. Even though they use his likeness, they still own that character. Right. So it's much easier for them to just throw in LeBron. Right. And be like, yep, he's from Space Jam 2. It's not the real And then guy, maybe right? one day we get the legendary <laughs> King James skin. 
that where he gets, you know, it's gonna be like fifty, seventy dollars, but LeBron's getting forty level. of it. You that know would what be saying? next level. Hey, Tony. I got ideas over here, man. Nah, don't don't don't, don't put down my table, man. They gonna they really gonna come. They gonna really ask me something. <laughs> Do you know how much that costs? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So does that round out your A tier? You feel like? Uh, I think. Mm, yeah. yeah, I think that'll run out of my A tier. Uh, it's pretty good, pretty good, good list of characters. Your DC you know. superheroes, your your real life, really well placed people that made it in. You got your iconic people. Yeah, it's the yeah. iconic tier, you know. And then I guess to start with the B tier, let's go with Velma. Oof. You know, I Oof. I didn't mind her inclusion. Um, I would have much preferred Scooby. That have been crazy. You know, that would have been great. Scooby Dooby Doo. Like have a Scooby Shaggy two v two team going on like that. It has, that sounds it wasn't much down more the pipeline. Exciting. You don't know if that was down the pipeline. I don't want to make you speak about something you can't. But like, it wasn't uh, even like in talks. I heard a rumor that it was, but I was never told that Scooby was or was not going to be put in the game. Hmm. It made sense that he would. You know, I, hmm. if I were to guess, I would say yes, obviously. Yeah, like one day. Yeah. Not today, but someday. Because yeah. like you imagine the like, the team dynamic of Scooby and Shaggy, that would be great. Bro, and just no like, one wants so to play Scooby and Velma. Like, you need or the, Shaggy you need and the Velma. line, you know? Like, exactly. Like, no, it would have been perfect. The banter would have been intense. Yeah, but I think it's cool just because Velma, you know, again, is an iconic character. Um, but yeah, and again, she always she opens up the the door for more ladies to be added to the game, which Facts. is what we love, obviously, because we got got a lot of dudes up in this list. Facts, but you know, it was it was it was, it was a male heavy cast. Yeah, I and mean, we got we got some pretty good pretty good ladies in here. Good reps. Yeah, speaking of speaking of good ladies, Garnet. Yep. You know, I never really I didn't watch the show, but I thought. Just like as a character design and looking at her, I was like, I can get behind this. It'll mm -hmm. be pretty cool. You know, she looks like she belongs in a game like this and can play a game like this. That shout out to TK Breezy. I think TK Breezy is like the only person like playing <laughs> Garnet heavy. Like, yeah, TK like Garnet. Garnet was cool. I would no, admit that. they fixed Garnet like towards the end, like with the patches. Oh, yeah, because she was terrible. Yeah. And then they were like, let's so make her bad. good. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like towards the end days, that. I remember Garnet was, she was putting out pressure. She was strong. She was definitely strong. Big facts. Okay. And then I guess the jump into our next character, have Stripe. <laughs> Again, he was just hype because he broke more the Gremlin universe. You know, he broke the game. <laughs> you didn't like him, bro. Not a fan. I had to join him because he was <laughs> such a on launch. He was a menace. Oh, he, dude, his, he like, dropped me out. Shots. I was like <laughs> top one hundred Bugs Bunnies, bro. After that day, it was like I was fifteen hundred or something, bro. Cause I got I got striped to death. Y'all see said, the volume oh, increase? That's passion. He's mad, mad, mad. He don't like strike. I was up there, like multiverses. Like I was in there, bro. I was on coin box. <laughs> I was I was out there, bro. <laughs> I was trying to go in. You were. They got me though. And then stripe shot you down. Stripe? No, literally. Yeah. With his little point and clicks. Yeah. I, I, like, I thought he was out. just a cool addition. You know. No, he was super awesome. Yeah. Chainsaw was cool. It was just that point and click neutral special. Yeah. No, he was. There's no way to make that a fair thing that you give to a character, bro. He was kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Kind of crazy character. Yeah. And then I guess we can go after him. We can go Marvin Martian. Super solid. Not the hottest pick. Yeah. He was there. He, he like, was hard to play, too. Yeah, he was also like two feet tall. <laughs> like, which I hate. Minis. I hate short characters in fighting games. Yeah, it's different. In real life, I love short people. Fighting games, hate them. Absolute worst characters to fight against. You can't hit them. All they do is whiff punish you because they're just not there. <laughs> You're like hitbox, and they're like, 
Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Super annoying un- to find. Unaware of your hitbox there. Yeah. But again, more Looney Tunes. Definitely a cool addition. Yeah. And then I think to round out this section, you got Black Adam. You know, I could have put him with the other DC characters, but I feel like no one cares about him. They tr- <laughs> they tried. They yeah. tried to make Black Adam catch. They made a movie. Hey, That's shout out to they, the Black Adam fans, though. I know y'all out there for your, I know y'all happy to get your spotlight, but, you know, just not everybody loving, the, you know, it's not catching the, the masses. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Which, you know, what it is what it is, but he's a, he was an all right character. It's you like know. Egyptian magic that's like imbued in him, right? Like it's an Egyptian mythology. What's what's his story? Do you know anything about his backstory or anything? I know that someone, like a shaman, had like this power. Hmm. And then uh, before he died, he passed it on to this man. Okay. And it's kind of like the, the counter to Shazam. Oh, right, 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 right. Right. So if you know how Shazam's power, right. power set works and okay. how his comes from. Or where the origins are, basically the it's same in that thing. universe. Exactly, that's his, that's his counterpart. Exactly, correct. Right, yeah. right. He's like the darker version of Shazam, or whatever the whatever you would call it. Okay, the anti Shazam or whatever. Okay, maybe. okay. Well, shout out Black Adam, make rounding out your B tier. Yes, yes, sir. Um, I guess. Mm. So then, the rest of the characters here, I did not consume any of their media. Really? Yeah. You never watched Adventure Time? Nope. Never seen Rick and Morty? Nope. Well, I've seen like episodes here and there with like friends, but like I've never sat down and really been like, I feel that. I'm going to watch this, you know? It's your Simpsons. Yeah. So these, <laughs> these characters, like, I was like, it's cool that they're being added, but I don't have like an attachment to them. Right. So instead of, it's not really C, it's just like you don't really have opinion. Yeah. Instead of C, it's more like IDC. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. You nice. know, like. <laughs> <laughs> nice for whoever that's nice for. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't care. Like, he's cool, I guess. I guess the dog yeah. is pretty neat. He's got like an interesting belly button or something. He's got like a gem in his belly button, dog. Did you know that? I think, I think <laughs> this is. That makes it. Bro, why, why Finn dead last of not caring? I hate him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That yeah, character yeah. was so obnoxious. And, like, Bruh. I don't know, something about his voice. Like, when I first heard his voice in the game and, mm. like, looked at him, I was like, bro, he's wearing a diaper on his head. Like, I don't <laughs> care about this dude. He's a little nerd. He got a book bag and a sword that was, like, this big, but it was actually, like, this big. I'm way off camera. There's a reason why. Yeah, the, dis- uh, the disjoint is disgusting. Yeah, you know, Sephiroth is bigger than that. And like, then, on top of that, he was the only, like, scaling character. Like, if you beat somebody up, you could it, permascale, essentially. Yeah. Did like, it ever stop? I don't think so. The speed so. buffs? I think no. it can keep going. Like, I'll say his character design was really cool. The yeah. shop, the everything he did was really, really uh, unique and very exciting to watch. Awful to fight. But he was designed well in that regard and his moveset and tools were cool yeah i just didn't care about it and i I was was like yeah whatever like all these characters i was like yeah i don't really care yeah no i feel that i'm like steven universe because he's also garnet and hammer well you know i couldn't recommend you watching game of thrones but i can a hundred percent with my full chest recommend that you watch adventure time i've heard that from so many people and so many people that i trust so like the, the, maybe the the underlying theme, like the subtext of like the the world and everything that's going on, is probably one of the most well written, beautiful children's shows okay. ever. It'll it'll make you cry if you care. So like if you invest yourself into the characters and you reach the moments, like those big truth moments of right. like why they're in the land of ooh and what's going on, and you're like whoa. 
So did, did you watch the show because you have kids? No, I watched Adventure Time as a young person, as a young adult. I watched, oh, okay. I, I watched it like uh, as it was dropping. All right, gotcha. So gotcha. I think what well, I'm like 13 or 14 as it was coming out, and I just like the song, the song, and it kind of made me feel like fever dreamy. Like mm -hmm. when I watch it, like just that world that was Adventure Time. Come on, grab your friend. I'm like, okay, sweet. And then there was this song. Oh my gosh, there's this song that like. Don't get us DMC now. Oh my gosh, never, never, never. I'm not that good. YouTube be uh, crazy. <laughs> there's this song <laughs> like uh, where it's like, "Don't be sleepy, weepy puppies." And it's like the cutest little song ever. And like, I just remember that song would always play in my head and like calm me down. And it was like a song that Jake's mom would sing to Jake and Finn. And like, yeah. It's it's a whole world, man. You, no, I, I, I 100 percent uh, recommend that you immerse yourself in it. I'm sure we'll see some comments in the chat saying, "Yeah, MBD, you got you got to watch, you got to watch this series. It's Maybe. insane, and it's all on HBO Max. True it's all there, and now they even have like Fiona and Cake leading into that. And like, I ain't gonna say nothing, but it's kind of kind of peak, kind of peak fiction. For you. All right, all right, all right I consider it. Well, MVD, that's about all I'm going to ask you to go back into the dark recesses of your mind on Multiverses <laughs> on, you know. Literally, you were I love part this of, game. You were a part of that for like two years, or a year before, kind of, or like months before we kind of saw it in the alpha, and then the alpha was out for months before people saw it in the closed beta, yeah. and now it's out for months before the open beta, so like you've been a big part yeah. of this, this journey. I can't wait for it to come back. It's coming back 2024, if I'm not mistaken. That's their soft launch date. I'm gonna be looking out for it. Oh, me too. I can't wait. You're I, my, you're I, my I friends love list, the game. So yeah. I'll get to see you if you're oh, on. Oh, for you sure. Know? You're like, nah. You I, I just remember the day I got that email, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> no, Warner Brothers email, and I was like, this doesn't look like, like a buy our game thing. You're like, what's going I on? I opened here? it, and they were like, we want you to play test the game for us, and I was like, oh, what kind of game? And they were like, we can't tell you unless you sign this NDA, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay. What kind of game? And then they were like, Platform Fighter. And I was like, dude, sign me up. Like, you came to the right place. Obviously, you did your research, you know? No, facts. Yeah. No, I, I was very, very um, blessed and thankful to Warner Brothers and, you know, Tony, whoever from that group handpicked me out to help with this game and to test it out and be there from my day one, which is a lot earlier than most people's day ones. Yeah, you know, yeah. I cannot appreciate it more. You know, it was a really good experience with, them, with those people. Well, I think we have a small message from one of our sponsors. We're going to take a quick break, jump to a commercial. But after we get back, we're going to jump into some gameplay on the game that you play right now professionally, competitively. We're going to play some Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And we're going to talk about MBD's coaching style, kind of do a little mock Metify lesson with the guy because he's on Metify. Go so ahead true. and go to his Metify.gg at MBD, and you can go and book a session with this guy. But At MBD 731. 731. You know what time it is. But we're going to get into that right after this break. To watch the full episode, including the Omen Game Time segment, go watch our YouTube video at youtube.com HyperX Arena Las Vegas.